Hey guys, welcome back to Couple Golds with us and I'm. Hello. How are you? Okay, how are you? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, so, it's such canned banter. Like we we live together. <laughs> <It's so stupid. laughs> how are you doing? Well, let me tell you. Stupid. It's dumb, but I feel <laughs> like it's obligatory in some way as well. Like I'm going to spring something new on you. Right. <laughs> like, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I have divorce papers. <laughs> like, I'm glad you asked. I'm not doing well. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to ask me that exact, exact I have question. a terrible medical diagnosis that I was waiting to share until we did the podcast. <laughs> and it's going to be awful to have to edit this and then publish it so that everyone else can share with this, right. this with us. Uh, hey, so big news this week. No, I don't think so. Big news. They've cast the new Batman. No, no news. They have cast the new Batman, supposedly. No, they haven't. Or the new The Batman movie. That didn't happen. Why didn't that happen? I heard. I heard rumors. It was a joke. You don't like the, you don't like Robert Pattinson? Is no. that his name? I get his name right? Yeah, that's Roger? Name. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Just with, just, okay. I don't remember the names of people hey, I Hey, everybody. About. Hey, listener. So... Sean has a real problem with people's names and like unless they were in the original Star Wars trilogy. So we have right. <laughs> right. Or unless there's some kind of bit actor or character actor, like character actor. Yeah, you accuse me of knowing Margo all kinds Martindale. of names. What are you talking about? So anyway, our our furnace repairman's name is Gene. Our landscaper's name is Ed. And for the life of him, Sean cannot remember which is which name-wise. They're both old white men with old white man names. They're <laughs> nigh indistinguishable in real life, even. They look... Gene has brown hair. He's Gene, not, which one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned. That was, and you can see on his face, he was genuinely trying to figure out who he was talking was like, about. No, I just talked to him. He has white hair. I yeah, saw that's him. Ed. That's Ed. That's Ed. My bad. Ed My has bad. white hair. They're both, they both great, great, fine gentlemen. I yeah, just they're can't. nice, hardworking Americans. I got his name and, right, uh, though, when it mattered. Oh, my God. Which is to his face. But that's that's how Sean is. And he'll start talking to you about somebody. I, I've always, I always tell people I'm terrible at the names. That's why I'm never offended when somebody forgets my name. Because that when they don't recognize me completely, like when there's no even facial recognition, when they're like, who are you? Where's the guy that was here last month? And I'm like, that, that was me. I've been here for 36 consecutive months, actually. <laughs> I don't care if you know my name or not, but Jesus Christ, all I did was put a hat on. You should recognize my face. Now you understand that the Superman situation yeah, is legit. It is. And I, I learned that doing pest control. I put glasses on, take off a hat, and people are like, well, where's the guy that was here last month? That's <sighs> still me. But yeah, Sean has a legitimate problem with people's names. Yeah. So anyway... Robert Pattinson. Not Roger. You're going to get me confused if you keep saying that now. Because you didn't acknowledge what I said, so I thought maybe I had the wrong name. I only know him from the Twilight movie that I saw with you. And Harry Potter, which you saw with me. Okay, I don't really know him from that, though. You told me he's in that, but I don't remember that. I know him from Twilight. I know him as the sparkly vampire who, mean, who just mugs the camera constantly. That's all I know of him. Now... Well, it's, Bella smells so, so bad. As, See, actually, she smelled so good. As is so common nowadays, I there's of course up. there's a petition to get to stop him from being Batman. Yeah, to recast. And uh, but you know what? They thought Michael Keaton was going to be a bad Batman. Yeah, I think everybody thinks every Batman is going to be a bad Batman. Well, they know. were right about bad, bad, bad no, Affleck. They, bad Affleck was actually the <laughs> bat, best Batman. Bat, 
Bat Affleck. <laughs> Batfleck. Ben Affleck was the best, is the best Batman, even compared to Michael Keaton. He's the best. He's the most true right. to the comic book Batman. Hey, guys, if you're just joining us, this is the last episode. <laughs> a couple goals. Anyway, because I can't be on a podcast with some guy who thinks that Ben Affleck was the best of anything. Yeah, but you don't even like Batman. How many Batman comics do you own? None. I don't know. You cataloged all your comics. I did how catalog. Many, I'll get to that eventually. We'll get we'll get to because... that fun. That's a whole topic right there. We can just talk about me and my obsession with organization i love it anyway no back to robert pattinson as batman so my two cents here is i'm willing to give the guy a shot on an actor basis because i said this about batman many times and it holds true for anybody batman doesn't require great acting he never has he's he's stoic or you know sometimes he can uh, yeah how did val kilmer do inject that's not about that's writing, though. That's the writer's fault that Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are so terrible. It's not necessarily the actor. So if if the script is good enough, my 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 issue with Robert Pattinson, and this is not worth filing or signing a petition over, is just He's got please put some fucking weight on some muscle oh. weight. Please get bigger. That's all I care about. Please don't be fucking emo skinny jeans Batman. I do not want to see I do not want to see that. I do not want to see my chemical Batman. Like that is not <laughs> that is not something I want to see up on the screen. Could you, could you imagine? Just like you know, it worked he for like got, the crow, right? Like Brandon Lee, very got, skinny, slim. He's got teeth like I don't care about any of that. I don't I don't care about You're you'll care when everything's black except for those protruding <laughs> fucking canines Maybe coming at put you. like a little ninja and mask on him. It was different when he was playing a vampire, right? So those protruding canines were like, "Okay, I can I canines get it." Canines are cool, man. Pete Pete Steele from Typo Negative, he filed his canines to make oh, them even sharper. When he was Batman. When no, I don't care about teeth. You're hung up on these details that don't matter. The rest of his face is covered by a mask. That's and all Batman has see. a lot of parallels to vampires, so that's fine. Like, a lot of people think he's a vampire. There have been Elseworld stories where he is a vampire. Sam, get back here. Come here. Um, so, Sam's yeah, I, I'm not her. I'm not like thrilled. I'm not like, oh, yeah. Robert. But, man, I, I just hope because, again, Christian Bale went from 90 pounds for the mechanic to 220 his, pounds or whatever. That's not the movie's name. What is it called? Machinist. My bad. Uh, thank you. Mechanic, I think, is a Jason Statham movie, which I've never seen. Anyway. Uh, All right. We have to end this podcast early. Sean has to go back to his IMDb studying. You've been slacking. <laughs> I, I don't. That's So, I mean, that's why I'm never impressed with myself when I do remember something, because there's so much I don't remember that I get incorrect all the time. Yeah, it's uh, a machinist. So, anyway, he went. I mean, he... he Christian Bale, though, he's like method as fuck, though. So I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Robert <laughs> And you hear him talking. He's like, good day, mate. Wait, is that? No, <laughs> no he's, he's, he's English. British. He's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's all like chip, chip, chiroo. Yeah, he's a chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dick Van Dyke and whatever. Very Poppins. Uh, I think so, I'm yeah, right. I, I am. Uh, I'm not at all excited. But, man, I, I hope he's hitting the gym. And actors have done that. Actors have beefed up for roles. Michael Keaton didn't. Michael Keaton, you know what I mean? But he wasn't stick thin to begin with, though. Robert Pattinson just strikes me as a really skinny guy. And I could be wrong about that, but that's what I remember of him. He's he's just, he's he's wispy. <laughs> he's just he's just rail thin in my mind. And I don't know I don't know if that's true or not. So hopefully he beefs up. I don't, again, I, you don't have to be a great he, actor to be he Batman. He used to be rail thin, though, too. Maybe he's... I, I, yeah, I wasn't Batman. Like, my point Batman is, is a big dude. My point is, maybe he has gained weight as he's gotten older. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Right, because all he did was that terrible sequence of movies. After he was in Harry Potter, where he was a child. Yeah. So I'm sure he's gained weight since his childhood. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, I don't, I don't have any problem with his face. He's got a good jaw. That's important for Batman. No, his bottom profile. jaw, but his top jaw is made of teeth. See, it's it, the order, the reason I'm not, I don't find that a problem is because it never stood out to me. So, like, at no point was I like, oh my God, his teeth. Like, he doesn't look like Rory Calhoun or Rory. What's oh the guy's my name? God. Rory McCann. Yes, that's who The Hound. Who's Rory Calhoun? Did I make that up? Anyway. Jesus Christ. I don't know who that is, but uh, you really the Hound's do got a, like an overbite. Yeah, like, uh, that's Rory McCann. Straight up overbite. That's, that's the Hound, which ends tonight, so by the time you're listening to this. And then there's rumors, and I don't know, th- this is just a rumor, that Josh Gad is going to be the Penguin in this oh, movie. I guess is. he's been is lobbying. Like, is All I know of Josh Gad is I think he's in Frozen. And he's he's a portly fellow. Frozen. I've never seen Frozen either. And it's animated. So yeah, I know. I, that's all was... I know of Josh Gad. I don't know anything else about him. That's fine. I have uh, an iPad in front but of I, me. From, I've seen him, and he, I, I think he's kind of built like Pat Oswalt. So you you can you can check me on that because I don't know if that's true or not. Josh Gad. He's a little pudgy. He looks like a combination of Pat Oswalt and Adam Conover. <laughs> Only brunette. So yeah, that's uh, that's just a rumor. I guess he's been lobbying for the part as well. Yeah, he looks a lot like Adam Conover, but Burnett. And uh, he was in Beauty and the Beast. I think like that. Oh, and he voiced Olaf. Who's Olaf? Um, in Frozen. Oh. He's the. Oh, we're the same age. He's a little older than me. He's five six. Is that what you meant by Pat Oswald? No, he's just like portly, short. short. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of has that. That kind of a build. Oh my god, he was in a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. Yeah. I Jesus don't, I don't Christ. Know. I don't know what he's like. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I know he was in Frozen. Yeah. I, I don't know why I even know that. Josh Gad and Nicholas Holt eyed to play Penguin and Batman. Nicholas Holt. In the Batman. The Batman. But no, I'm willing to give uh Robert Pattinson a chance. I just don't want to see a tiny Batman. That's all. I don't want to see I don't want to see you know, panic at the Batcave. Like, that's not, that's not my thing. Was that a, that was a joke, right? That's why I laughed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know why you laughed. I thought it was <laughs> It funny. wasn't a joke. No, I thought it was I funny. I hope that's why you laughed. Yeah. Uh, panic, panic at the Batcave. My chemical, my chemical Batman. My that's chemical all very, ba- fun. that's all very yeah. funny. Look at you. Did, did you steal those jokes from Twitter or are they yours? I don't steal joke. If I steal a joke, I'll, I'll say I stole a joke. All right. I'm not one of those people. You're not. What was that guy's name? We were just talking about him the other day. Who still still jokes? Oh, who? Uh, uh, Dana. No. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Yeah, I was gonna call. I was gonna say Dean Kane, and I was like, <laughs> I don't like Dean Kane steals jokes. <laughs> Is that Dean Kane? I was like, Dean Kane doesn't strike me as a joke stealer. Dane Cook, that's the guy. So yeah, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Who wants to go first? Um, you want you want to do house housekeeping? Oh, housekeeping. Uh, hit us up on Patreon at. What's the URL? Well, you can go to our couplegoalspodcast.com and click support. Couplegoalspodcast.com and click support. Or you can go to patreon.com slash couplegoalspodcast. Uh, and you can support us directly that way. And, of course, you can follow us on all the various socials. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are the main places we post. We don't really, we don't use Twitter at all. Or you follow, yeah, Follow us on, pay, on um, Instagram, or we have our personal Instagrams. But we're and more as always, like, subscribe, review, all that kind of stuff. 
And we have a few videos up on YouTube, which I, I do need to prune our YouTube, though I want to get, and I want to stop the feed. Yeah, you need to do that. I don't know how to do that, okay, so i got to well. figure that out. I tried to do it for my phone. It didn't go well. It wouldn't let me take any videos down. Right. You can't really do much from your phone. No. I was, like, <laughs> I was in bed. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this now. Oh, I'll well, do this now. It's sort of sleep. Maybe I'll do something else then. <laughs> like, that didn't work out. Instead, right, you... I'll just uh, browse the internets instead for three hours instead of sleeps. No, I did those this morning, actually, after uh -oh. I woke up. Oh, yeah. And you should probably just got up. I woke up. I just want <laughs> to share this because I don't know if you remember this. And I, met, I actually meant to mention this to you earlier. But I woke up twice last night uh, being the, the inner spoon to you. <laughs> I was <laughs> on the outside. You're, you're spooning very hard last night. Because <laughs> I'm leg so giant. Up, your leg up on me, though. That's what, <laughs> that's what it like. You, you put your leg on top of me. Because I'm so behind. I'm so big. <laughs> yeah, I just, just I have no idea what size I am. <laughs> I did, however, buy. So it's it's spring, right? And it's finally nice here in Ohio today. It was 82 when I went out earlier. That is not nice. That is terrible. So weather. it's 60 finally degrees, 58 degrees. It's best weather. I do like I do like high 60s is actually the best weather. But I so we went out. Uh, I I went out earlier and it was very warm so it's finally though the, my point is the weather that i can wear open-toed shoes and like nice sandals and stuff so i'm back in like my platform sandals and they have like four inch heels and platforms and stuff so i've, I've been running around town pretending to be tall it's so fun <laughs> if you're short pretend to be tall sometimes get some platform get shoes get some platform shoes like, the like kind kiss. that yeah, the kind that are, you know, like tall in the front, too. So that way you're don't you're not actually walking on a huge incline. So it's but I mean, if you twist your ankle and you pull a Lady Gaga and you go down and I mean, you're just in pain. But it's so fun. It was nice. I put them on and I was like looking eye to eye with Sean. And I was like, yes, yeah, is how I always am in my mind. So it yeah. makes sense that I was I was big spoon all the night last night. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm oh, so big I woke and up tall. twice and you, your leg was just up on me. I don't know if you were cold. It was probably hot. Normally, yeah. when I throw my leg up like that, but I'm usually hot. Like, I'm like but we were both on my side of the out. bed, though. Normally, you don't we don't <laughs> cuddle that hard to the point where I'm like, okay, I guess I can't move. Because <laughs> uh, I'm so big. It's like, I'm a tall drink of water. I got to stretch my shit out. Yeah, between you and the dogs, I'm like, all right, I'm, I guess I'll just I'll figure out how to get back to sleep in this position. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's talk about uh, we, we saw John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. You really hadn't seen chapter two, but I showed you the ending before we left because I figured that would be essential. And I don't want to get into spoilers as far as uh, I just don't want to get into any actual spoilers. But just like the the hot take brief review is I, I enjoyed it a lot more than chapter two, which I enjoyed chapter two. But I think chapter three is even more fun. It's got insanely violent fights that are super fun that made me laugh out loud multiple times at the theater uh, they're just so over the top ridiculous and uh just just a good good time good violent action movie my hot take yeah is that a is that a thing we say hot i've heard take? people so i just feel like that's a way of saying because it's not like a composed review it's just kind of like here's what i think off the top of my head because i don't like, really have like it's like madge what's the word like <laughs> hot like, takes no that's a thing hot takes are a thing i think oh because it makes me think of bubble guts and hot snakes from fucking no no i think it's a hot i think a hot take is that may, it makes me think of that from kind of like and wreck yeah referring to you know diarrhea yeah, right no so it doesn't hot, hot, not hot snakes the hot take 
What's okay. your hot? What's your My hot, hot take? take. Yeah. Is that the chairman from Iron Chef America is in it? He's great. He's he really great is in the great. Movie. He is great. But it was very, as someone who's watched a lot of Iron Chef America, when you first see him, you're like, huh? See, I didn't recognize so, him. It's it's very it's almost unnerving because you see him and you're like, why is this dude from freaking Food Network on in this movie? So then you leave and you're like, now I have to Google the chairman from Food Network. No, see, I didn't feel like that at so, all. So, well, you do if you're a middle aged lady. So <laughs> then you do it and then you find out he is an accomplished martial artist. Which I think you could tell from the movie. I kind of gathered that from the performance in the movie. I gathered that from the movie as well, but it turned. I, who? I don't know why he's been. They had a lot of chairman. guys from the uh, the raid movies. I don't know if uh, listener, if you've seen. There's a couple movies. There's the raid. Redemption is the first one, and then there's one that I think is called like the raid two. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you're like I don't know raid two. Electric there's Google. the raid and the raid two, and even though the raid one has a subtitle, it's still the first one. And, and raid two has those, a subtitle. A lot of the actors that are in those movies are in John Wick three. Uh, a lot of the the martial arts slash stunt guys are in there, and uh, they they took a lot from the raid movies too. I think they really upped the martial arts violence level in some of the scenes. Not to give anything away, but man, there's there's some really great stuff. Some of my f- favorite stuff is at the beginning of the movie. Some of my favorite fight scenes. Yeah, the best part of the movie is the beginning of the movie. Uh, and then some of the fight scenes get a little pro- protracted. <laughs> almost, it's almost too much to the point where you're. You're just like it's another one of those movies because you know how the fight's gonna end. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm giving away spoilers. It's called John Wick. <laughs> you know, it's not. There's not a yeah, lot of surprises there. Um, I don't think anybody's going to see John Wick for big twists. So it's it's like that kind of. It's another movie, kind of like Hellboy, in my opinion, that is gonna be better when it's out on home video. That's right. I was talking. I was, asked Logan, who's a young, he's a young man. He's Generation he's Z. Hip, I said Logan. I said yesterday to Logan. Said Logan. He said, Logan, comma. I said, is is there another term besides home video that I should be using that is more modern? And he said, no, that's what it is. It's video you watch at home. Bam. In your face. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So anyway, home so, video. Home video. So I think it's another you call, one. How about this? How about this? How about this? Video disc. Because it, it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K. I think that sounds worse. That's terrible. Than home video, but they—I've seen well, that used a, in in a lot of people on the website. Well, so they'll no, say it's coming to video disc on no, blah blah blah. Yeah. We don't we don't say that. Yeah. So that's what that's the other term. Okay. Well, I've here seen on used. couple goals, we don't say that. Say home video. That is not on brand for us. Also, home. feel free to let us know if there's a better term than home video. Our listeners do not interact with us. <laughs> Just say two. Sometimes. Well, okay, that's not true. Not all of them, obviously. But some of them, like sometimes. Like Matt, Steve, SD, they interact with us. Brett. He interacts with us. Yeah. Other people do not interact with us. <laughs> sometimes. They'll... Although I did just see somebody else requested to join the group. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, like literally while we're sitting here. What? Uh, so. But did you like the, the John Wick chapter three? So, yeah. Like I. This person doesn't speak English. <laughs> and their response to who are SNM is Te Amo. <laughs> Decline. Decline. We get a lot of weird spam we get a lot requests of spam to requests. join our, our Facebook group. So anyway. Um yeah. My my hot snakes on the <laughs> on the John Wick is that it's gonna be better on home video because it's just so nonstop action. 
Like it is just nonstop action. Yeah, this this is a different take, but uh, it's doing gangbusters at the old box office. No, I like it. I like oh, okay. it a lot. But better on home video. I think it'll just be it. better. Well, see, my my thing is like uh, a lot of people it's, like the. It's really uh, it, it's quite enjoyable. The uh, the the old the last fight scene in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, where Obi Wan and Anakin are going at it. And my issue even back then with that fight, and it's not the choreography, it's just that it goes on too goddamn long. Right, are you talking about the one where he cuts off his legs and stuff and leaves yeah. him on a beach? Yeah. And I'm going to call it a beach. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's by lava. lava. Lava beach. <laughs> it's the old lava beach. I'll see you there. Join us, Mustafar. <laughs> it's the planet they were on. See, that's important okay. information. It's not. <laughs> that's important information. It's, it's not. Please remember the name of our goddamn landscape. <laughs> Anyway, that's important. <laughs> He's always in our driveway every Friday. <laughs> Remember his goddamn name. Anyway, but that that scene. Well, well, first of all, everybody, everyone knows how that fight ends. Like 100 percent of people seeing that movie the first time knew how that fight was going to end. So that already weighs on the fight because you're like, we know exactly where this fight is going because we've seen the next three movies. Yeah. And the, but then, so then it just it takes forever and it's not it's not fun. Now, John Wick didn't get that bad, but there were no. points towards the end where it was just like, just do something quick. Like, because we've seen like 18 fights. I'm, I'm satisfied on the fight scene front at this point. Right. Like, let's it would get be, to the last guy. I feel like it would be great if like, like one or one of the fights, just one, one of the fights that went on for too long. He just like pulled out a gun and shot somebody in the head when they were doing like, like Indiana Jones style when the guy's like, ah, right, right. like doing that kind of yeah. shit. And he just, like, he just snapped somebody's neck real quick or something. Yeah. You know, I like, wanted to see something kind of like that. Like if he had done, I was thinking of the same nice. thing. Yes. Like that would have been good. But instead, every I fight really think, gets drawn out. I really think that John Wick will be better at home when you can just kind of like wander around and come back and be like, Oh, and then like, there were a lot of scenes I did not want to look at because it is there. Brutal. There are some brutal things going on, and I'm going to take Logan to see it next weekend. Probably it I want to wait. I don't want to go see it right away again. Uh, like Avengers, it's not that kind of movie, but I, I do want to see it again. And I know Logan wants to see it. He'll it's, enjoy it. It's not that good. It's, it's not. I don't need to see it, again, it more for sure. than once. Well, yeah, but that's I mean, not your, your kind home. of movie, and you don't like movies in general. No, I really don't. I mean, it's unless it's my like it too. Are you going to go to that? Sometimes you threaten to go see movies, and then when the time comes, I'm like, hey, you want to get tickets for this? Theater. Yeah, but you wanted to see that Warcraft movie, and then it came out, and you were like, oh, no, thanks. Never mind. Well, I've seen it on video, and it's terrible, and I'm glad I didn't go. I would say it's terrible. Uh, I would not say it's terrible. I didn't ask you what you said. I I said it's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, but you're you're off base there. It's just not great. It's not terrible, though. It's It's way better than I thought it has any right to be. It, but it's not good. <laughs> but it's not terrible. <laughs> it's not anything I've ever watched a second time. But I would at no point was I like, oh my god, this is awful. It was it was way better than I thought it would be. And there was actually some cool scenes in it. There were actually, you know, why I have never watched well, it again. Someone who's I was played... deathly ill. You remember, I almost died when I watched it. I was dying, and then you left me to die when all I wanted was raspberry sherbet. Oh my god! <laughs> you go to one fucking girls' night. It was a mom's <laughs> night in. I just wanted raspberry sherbet. That's and all. I've I... only gone to the one. I never went to a second one because you blew up my phone so obnoxiously <laughs> that I haven't but, gone. Because I want raspberry sherbet. Yes. I get so sick. I, I get so sick that I have heart attacks sometimes. That's how sick I get. That my heart is like we're done. <laughs> That's yeah, how bi- that's right. how ill that I was get. over ten years ago. That uh, you're right. But that's happened though. That's happened twice. Where both times before I had heart attacks, I was like deathly ill. And one so, time we were in at Disney World. Um, 
which she says in a way as if to imply and I did he it on purpose. The world. <laughs> like, you guys, like, here we are. Sean was like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Sean was like, you guys want to see Magic Kingdom? Too bad. <laughs> I want to too. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Instead. Sean was like, I'm not fucking going on those goddamn teacups. Now, well, here's the funny thing though. I think she honestly believes this. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking, happy fun, but I think she believes that I truly did. Was like, I got to Disney World for the first time, and I was like. I'm going to will myself to have a heart attack. That sounds better than Disney World. That is not me at all. The I love he, Disney. The way that he shit himself around Epcot Center. Yeah, I did a tour of Epcot's toilets. That was, <laughs> like, literally, I probably shit in every toilet in Epcot. It was, that was so bad. That it was, was terrible. It was the worst. So. I was trying to enjoy myself. Let's go Let's go to Disney. Hey, just give me a minute. <laughs> Walk 10 feet. I'll be right back. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. It was so, so and bad. And wakes me up in the middle of the night. Hey, I'm having a heart attack. And I'm like, hey, let me go puke. And then I'll call 911. <laughs> like me, me having a heart attack makes you puke. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's just weird to me. I was like, I was like 24 years old. And my husband was having a second heart attack. I was like, yeah, it makes me, it made me puke. Dude, that can't be right. We're not like six years apart. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Right, I was almost I was, 31 or so. I was so. 26. Yeah, that's okay. a little better. Yeah, it's that not, makes a big difference. I don't know. I don't know my own age <laughs> now or then or ever. I never know my own age. It's always a surprise to me. So, which what you want to do? You want to do your what you what, <laughs> what you, you want to do? do? You want to do your topic? No, you you can do your topic. All right. So my topic. What are we like? We're like 25 minutes in, just now getting to topics. Excellent. <laughs> well, good news. Mine's short. Mine's so. super short, too. Oh, this works out. It's just bullshit a lot. This works out. <laughs> I was going to do a really heavy topic, and then I decided not to do a heavy topic. Okay. Because we'll save it for the Patreon episode. Okay. And then, uh, so instead, I decided to discuss air travel, kind of. Air travel, kind of. Yes. So, what's upon a time? You remember. Well, you probably don't remember because you grew up in a cult or whatever. But there was a time back in the day when air travel was like a pretty stress-free experience. You would just show up. Yeah. You'd get on a plane. Pre, you mean pre-9-11. Yeah. <laughs> was, I, just, I, I flew before 9-11. Like, maybe like twice or three times. But not. But I, I, I remember that. Yeah, do. you never flew with me pre nine eleven, no. but no, yeah, like so it was it was really cool. You just went up to the counter, and they like you, you do whatever you, could, you walk uh, through. You could see people off. Yes, at the airport, you like went all the way up, and you, you could, could go you could all could the then way. Also, greet them. Yeah, like it was really cool. There were just metal detectors, right? And it was pretty. It was pretty freaking sweet. You you didn't have to like get rid of shit. You could take whatever you wanted on. You didn't have to take off your shoes. You could smoke on airplanes. Now that started to get phased out, you know, but I don't think they were smoking on airplanes by the time I flew. I think that was gone. That was that was disappearing because I remember I remember being surprised to see ashtrays on the planes. Yeah. And my grandma was like, yeah, you used to be able to smoke on these planes. And I was like, and they haven't updated them. (laughs) I was like, what? I remember those, too. Yeah. So the tragedy of America is post 9-11 um airports are the security theater that is modeling now right so we're going to talk about security theater ah. and just a little bit so if you've seen the adam ruins everything 
We're going to talk a little bit about that and where I'm actually have some quotes from the guy that was on that, the specialist that was on that. Yeah. But it's mainly going to be focused on an article that I'll link in our show notes that Jason Edward Harrington, who was a TSA, TSA agent, wrote and had published in the New York Times. Okay. Where he was like, it was like a tell all. All right. So Tara successfully used the events of 9-11 as a as a single rare event to sow a culture of fear that now we have continued to reap 18 years later, right? Yeah. So here's a quote from Jason Edward Harrington, and he's the guy who wrote that that letter to The New Yorker about um, the TSA. Now, he wrote this in 2010, and it was republished again in 2014 on politico.com, and that's what I'm going to link to. So here's the here's one example of the bullshit that he pointed to as like what a facade this security theater is. Security theater. Theater. Once in 2008, 2008, 2008. We say, we say 2008. I had to confiscate a bottle of alcohol from a group of Marines coming home from Afghanistan. It was celebration champagne intended for one of the men in the group, a young decorated soldier. He was in a wheelchair, both legs, legs lost to an IED. And it fell to me to tell this kid who would never walk again that his homecoming champagne had to be taken away in, in the name of national security. Wow. Harrington continued by confirming what we were all thinking. I quickly discovered that I was working for an agency whose morale was amongst the lowest in the U.S. government. In private, most TSA officers I talked with told me that they felt the agency's day-to-day operations represented an abuse to the public trust and funds. Not surprising. Yes, TSA agents are, are ogling and making fun of your naked physique in the full body scans. Yes, they are racially and politically profiling certain people for extra scanning. And this is a quote from his original letter. Yes, it was mostly Middle Easterners who got special screenings. Yes, the body scans are ineffective and can be easily manipulated. Quote, they're shit. (laughs) So despite being invasive and annoying, the TSA still has some major problems. But Harrington recognizes the job's clear purpose to create the illusion of security. Right. It was a job, this is the quote again, it was a job that had me patting down the crotches of children and elderly and infants as part of a post-9-11 security show. Later, he pointed out his frustration with the theatrical quality of nearly all airport security. Essentially, Harrington was referring to security theater, an idea that expert security expert Bruce Schneier explained in detail to in to CNN in 2009. Now, if you saw the Adam ruins everything security theater episode, yeah, where he goes on about your bank and all of that. This is the guy who was the robot. Oh, okay. On that episode. So this is a quote from Bruce. Security is both a feeling and a reality. The propensity for security theater comes from the interplay between the public and its leaders. When people are scared, they need something done that will make them feel safe, even if it doesn't make them actually safer. Politicians naturally want to do something in response to crisis, even if that something doesn't make any sense. As Schneier later notes, the best terrorist prevention is not to reflectively combat 
specific bomb plots, but to be to make more visible tactics like investigations and cultural experts. However, the desire to do something to combat the fear of another attack has simply morphed into the TSA being constantly a step behind. So if a terrorist uses box cutters, no more box cutters or no more Swiss Army knives. Right. If a terrorist puts a bomb in a shoe, you have to take your shoes off. All that bullshit. After the fact. Right. (laughs) After it's already happened. So instead of actually investigating, like, what they're going to be doing and putting, like, behind the scenes network in place, they're putting on a look like they're doing something incredible. And to make... To make all of us feel safer. I think it's make certain people feel safer. Yeah, the dumb, dumb conservatives. Yeah. Or just older people. Yeah, like it. the conservatives. They, yeah, <laughs> well, not old, old, not all old people are conservative. So, are you looking up something or are you texting with someone? Neither. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I didn't know if you had more to add to that or not. But yeah, no. I just remember when they, like, you were wearing. What, what, I don't know what kind of dress it was. I wore a maxi dress. Yeah. And immediately got pulled to the side. Yeah. Because they needed to search up my dress. Right. That's like. And you tried to just try to wear something comfy for a long flight. Yeah. That was the whole point of that. You yeah. had like slides on or some kind of. I had flip flops Flip flops, you know, so everything would be, would go simply. Yep. And instead. They went up my skirt. Yeah. Yep. That's. And, and like all the experts are saying, um, like they're not, it's not like they're finding anything. Well, and the article that he wrote and that I'll link to actually has like the codes that they would say on their walkies back and forth to be able to talk about the passengers in front of them. I don't even care about it. I feel like people do that everywhere. That that doesn't even bother me. I don't care. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, but it was like to pull aside the hot chicks and like what you would say, Ooh, what you would say up. to get to, to draw attention to the hot chicks yeah. so that you could pull them. Wow. So they could see through their clothes or yeah. whatever. Wow. That's or up. like if they you have to have a to woman do... search you, though. Right. Yeah. OK. I was going to say if it's a woman. A woman searches you. But yeah, I remember and I had to go in that machine a couple times now where you yeah. put your hands over your head like this. And I'm like, they're just checking out my junk. I that's, just don't. That's what they do. I just don't care, though. Like, I, <laughs> like yeah, I, but when I, I when I was in that dress, dude, they then so had to have care. a woman come and like right. go up that's my invasive. dress. That's like, yeah, I knew yeah. they were looking at my jaw. I just I just don't care. I don't know why. I just have no shame. I'm a gross man. <laughs> it's just like, take it all in, suckers. <laughs> Put it in your spank bank. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Gross. I don't fucking care. It's just, it's gross. And the thing is, like, TSA agents aren't paid that great. I mean, they're paid fine. That's not what I mean. Yeah. But it's not like they're paid, like. Right. Front line. Well, right. even no, they're like, they're a, they're like a, a low level, yeah, kind of thing for the most part. Like this guy was literally the low doing level for it. The government's still pretty decent. So. Yeah, but this guy was doing it. Like the guy whose article I referenced. Yeah, he was doing it while he was getting finishing up his bachelor's. No, yeah. like it was just a job to get right. through school. You know, these yeah. aren't people who are like career TSA agents. Right. I mean, and if you are, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, all right. So my topic this week, I was going to address, I was going to address this thing that, um, 
I, I think petitions can be a good thing, like in light of uh, James Gunn. Yeah. Or when Randy Bly was arrested in, in uh, Prague or wherever. Uh, and I, I don't know how effective they are, but mind you, you understand that I understand the purpose behind it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll support that. I'll sign that. However, I think we've become like petition crazy Everybody recently because there's there's there are people literally petitioning for them to rewrite the ending of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know if you knew about that. Yeah, that's that, bullshit. That's the thing that's going on. People are so upset. About and I'm sorry, Thrones. but instead are you going to do spoilers? Don't do spoilers. No, but okay. instead of being concerned about a fictional thing like right. that, how about you get involved? Where the true, instead of the, your fictional women being so in jeopardy, get concerned about your real women being so in jeopardy with Alabama and Ohio and Georgia, where real women's rights are in jeopardy instead of your fictional fucking women in jeopardy. That Those women, they don't exist. You yeah. know who does? Well, and these people are mad because a, a, a strong female character took a heel turn. Yeah. That they claim was unexpected, but any, anybody I've talked to that has half a brain that's watching the show is like, yeah, this has been a long time coming. Including me. This is, yeah, that's what I mean, anybody. And you go online, though, and everybody's like, oh, my God, how could they do this? It's like, have you not seen the last four seasons of the fucking show? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're upset. They think that that's some sort of attack on women, which is ridiculous. It's just a You want to talk about an attack thing. on women. We right. could talk about an attack on women. Yeah, there's like a, a real there's like real issues going on. And you want to talk about an attack on women? Captain Marvel can't do anything about it, basically. You want to talk <laughs> about an attack on women? Let's talk about the fact that if you're 17 years old and you're a dude and you rape someone like like Brett Kavanaugh, that's OK because you're just a boy. Right. And it should be forgiven. But if you're 17 and, and you get raped and you get pregnant, and you get pregnant you have to then have that child. Are we going to go into that. it? We're going to do this? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I thought just we weren't going to do this. I'm just saying that if you want to talk about Actually. things that you should be petitioning against. Right. We have some real issues we should be concerned about. Not so characters. much the fictional characters on a goddamn TV show. So maybe these goddamn morons <laughs> on Twitter should you, get some. You take it down a notch. You're yelling at me. <laughs> You're screaming at me. Well, I have I have reasons to be upset. I'm upset too, like I, but I'm I'm purposely not like addressing it. If if you if you watched last night's Saturday Night Live, it was the season finale, and it was garbage. It was you terrible. missed a funny sketch though because you went to bed early, and well, now I don't remember what it was. It, it, but there was actually was a funny sketch. I heard eventually. more singing. There was more singing on that yeah, episode. Yeah, the singing is always ever. so stupid. I it feel like so they bad. they always go to that when they can't come up with anything. But I will funny. say that I saw really funny. The funny um, weekend update was really funny. That's usually solid. And the weekend update with Leslie Jones, and she just got so mad at Colin Jost just for being like, "Yeah, go on, Leslie." She's like, mm. "Like," and I get that because you're like, "I'm mad too," and I'm well, like, "Are you?" Well, that's like, dudes, "Are you mad?" Well, there's dudes on Twitter. It's funny because there's dudes on Twitter who now are saying things like. You know, they're they're obviously standing up for women and women's rights, but there are women who are then attacking them because like you have no idea. And then other women are being like, no, 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 we need we need the men right, to be saying allies. stuff. We need allies. This is important. But yeah. But at the same time, I feel like women are like I feel like you're yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm 100 percent on your side, babe. Hundred <laughs> hundo hundo percent. I know you are, but I'm still like, yeah, but I'm like, I would never. 
But like, I so like fuck you. But yeah, if you want to get into this, <laughs> like, my whole thing is the, the anyway, problem is the two sides are arguing two different things. I understand. No, but that's but I know you understand. War, but uh, it's I'm still talking. A war we have on listeners, women. so I was just it's kinda... a war on fucking women. Anyway, go on. Anyway, no. So let's talk about petitions. So I not, hope you're going to talk. I was going to get into my two my two camps thing, and then I'll get into petitions, which is you have the the pro choice people who are are you know it's a woman's issue, right? But then the problem with the with the pro birth people, the pro birth people are saying it's about the baby. So they're not even you know what I mean. It's it's just weird because they can't even agree on what the problem is, it's, and it, there isn't it, a problem. You so can't convince the, the pro birth people that that you're putting women's lives people, in danger. The pro birth people don't even uh, that they don't understand that women are people. They they don't they, care. They think that they, they've missed that point. That women have rights. No, no, they don't care. They don't fucking yeah. care is yeah. what it is. They just don't. All they in their well, they don't narrow mindedness. They're just like you're harming an innocent baby. You're, you know, how dare you? It's, it's it, that's what blows my mind. Is like, like none okay, of these well, people actually care about other people in real life. There's all these adults, and it's in states picture, where there's a death then penalty. Picture the baby as a liberal female, and you won't care, <laughs> right? <sighs> This anyway. baby might grow up and try to take your guns away. What do you think of that? Yeah, that baby. <laughs> that baby's coming for your guns. Just right. picture that. <laughs> but yeah, they, they don't care. They just, they don't fucking care. And they, they're arguing an issue that it's not. It's like you can't argue about a mass of cells being a person. It's just not. And babies don't have rights. I'm sorry. Babies don't have rights until they're out. <laughs> like, if you're I literally, it's... I mean, I guess they have squatters rights, maybe <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but like you're occupying a space that you have no, you know what I mean? You have no say of what's going on right now. In Ohio. OK, we're not going there. <laughs> no, but, you know, we are. Going there. So but in Ohio, they're arguing that an ectopic pregnancy, you know what that is? Yeah. OK, that's like on that your fallopian can, tubes or something it's inside right? of there. Yeah. Which is it will kill very the dangerous. mother. It will kill her. Right. And most likely the baby as well. No, not most likely. It will kill the baby. Oh, okay. Because I've heard the word I try to like. Well, they are. They want to move it. Which is which impossible. Is impossible. Right. And apparently Republicans don't care. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It, they don't oh. care. It's just we've regressed so much as a country. And I. I, I can't. I got to blame the music. It's all the, the music's so terrible nowadays. <laughs> That's. That's really what I came in the nineties, man. We weren't having any of this shit. We, we yeah. like, have you heard Old Town Road? <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, really like, like that's there. I we really go. like Old Town Road. So yeah, go. and see, that's the problem. <laughs> it's like you're contributing, and you don't even know it. People like Billy Ray Cyrus, evil, evil people. You see his mullet? You seen that guy? Evil. Country people are. He's evil. not the problem. He's part of the you know problem. What's the problem? He lives in the South. Have Have you Happily. seen our president? Yeah, but that's. It's, I'm telling you, if we had good music again. Good popular music. People were angry. We had, you know, a new rage against the machine. Roe versus Wade was passed in '73, Sean. Yeah. There Again, was... '70s. We had we had rock. We had Sabbath and Floyd and Zeppelin. We had people. Now, what do we have now? What do we have now? One Imagine of, Dragons. One out of every four. <laughs> one of every four women will have an abortion in their lifetime, according to Planned Parenthood. I mean, I don't. Yeah. And like take a poll, but they're trying to strip that. A medical procedure, basically. Yeah. No, it's a I, medical I procedure. It. It's a removal of a of a mass of cells. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, and again, the people who claim to care don't care because they're they support the death penalty. They don't care about immigrant children. You know what I mean? Like they're behind all this stuff that shows they're not pro-life. That's why I can't call them pro-life because they're not pro-life. Give a shit about life that they, they care about something being born, but then they don't want they don't even want uh, Medicare. You know, they, they don't want uh, uh, what you call it? Welfare. Uh, oh, welfare, Obamacare. They don't want any of that stuff. Health care. Yeah. Health care for for the baby once it's born. Well, they don't want care for the baby. No, period. they just want to be born. You know, after that, whatever, apparently. That, well, that now the ACLU and Planned Parenthood in Ohio have filed suit against that heartbeat bill. Yeah. It's going to cost Ohio so much money. However, if Planned Parenthood and ACLU win and block it, yeah. it'll cost less than all the babies that'll be born. Yeah. And taking care of them. And, and not, all the lives not that every that'll baby be lost, needs. You know, uh, support from the government. That's not what I'm saying. But no, that's not everybody happens, will. Though. But do you know how many it, fucked up babies are going to be born that'll be left with mothers? Who that's that's what I mean, too, is like when it comes right down to it, um, if the child is unwanted. It, well, here's the thing. Here's what pro birth people need to, to learn. And, and this goes especially if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, you need to understand that human life is not actually precious. It's not the my family. When I look at you and I look at my children you guys are precious to me, yeah. right? Yep. But we're not precious to us. So when somebody is pregnant and they they don't want this thing that's inside them, then they should that get rid of it. That thing is not precious to anyone else. Right. It's not. It's. I mean, it is in the broader sense of, oh, we got to have all the babies. They don't actually care. Well, they don't want to take care of it. It's not precious. So if that person gets rid of it, they've done, done nothing wrong. They've saved a child from a life where they're unwanted. And growing up, yeah, feeling unwanted by your parent, a lot of people don't experience that. They don't know what that's like. We know I what have. that's like. Yeah, we both have. And it's it it makes for fucked up people like us. That's <laughs> like, what it does. And until you've gone through a life like that, you don't get to fucking make those choices. Exactly. And yeah. So. All right. So anyway, moving along to lighter things. So anyway, uh, petition. This new thing with petitioning and stuff. Now, we had we had made a we had made a decision not to mention this on the podcast, we so did. that went really we well. Did. And I knew it was going to come up because it's it's fucking upsetting. It's insane that it's it's 2019 <laughs> like, and we're I'm still doing fighting a really these bad job of of handling it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so petitioning and, and all that stuff, but it also made me think of, of course, me and Star Wars because I'm sure a lot of people were thinking that hey. Are you petitioning Star Wars? No, not, oh, okay. no. But my point is, people are really like, you complain about the writing in Star Wars. And I was like, I just kind of want to point out the difference between what people are complaining about with Game of Thrones versus what I complain about with Star Wars, which people are complaining about the actual. They're saying the writing is bad, but they're not. They're just not happy with because the characters aren't doing what they want them to do. Whereas my issue with The Force Awakens and, of course, The Last Jedi is the writing is bad. And now I'm going to explain why it's bad, hopefully dispassionately. I'm going to try, but you know how I get and, yeah, but I'm trying you know to break it I down a little bit more so that because I think a lot of people think that, oh, Sean's just sad because Han Solo died. It's like, no, it's it has more to do. It's a lot deeper than that, especially as I'm writing my own novel and I'm trying to make realistic characters and emotions and reactions and stuff. It just makes me see even more and more how lazy they were from The Force Awakens onward. You know, and, and then it, it makes me I never thought I would appreciate the prequels. 
but there's a lot more imagination in the prequels. They are not well written, but it's actually the story of the rise of the emperor. And from that angle, it's a lot more interesting uh, than than the Anakin, the rise of Anakin. But there's a lot more political machinations and, and it's completely different from the second trilogy uh, or from the original trilogy, I should say. Uh, so it whereas this movie, like the, the the first sin of episode seven is it's a complete remake of episode four. Hey, which is what? I can't believe we're fucking talking about Star Wars again. Why? How can you not believe it? Okay. <laughs> no, Does a fine. day go by that I don't mention Star Wars in some capacity? No, You're wearing fine. a Star Wars shirt right now, young lady. So are you. <laughs> yeah. So why are you surprised? How is this surprising? Listener isn't surprised. Listener is rolling their eyes right now, but they're not surprised. <laughs> they're we, just like, here we go we again. We lost listener when here I we go. screaming about abortion. So <laughs> Listener's gone. <laughs> or as soon as they heard Star Wars, like, and eh, I'm done. <laughs> Next <laughs> like podcast. Star Wars. Uh, so, okay. The first sin, it is a, a complete remake of episode seven, which everybody has noticed. This isn't news. However, this just shows how lazy the writers were that when they were presented with this opportunity to continue the the greatest, bestest film trilogy, the bestest, the, the best thing they could come up with was, well, let's just do episode four again. Like that's <laughs> that's what the writers did. They're just like, I guess we just do that. I can't come up with anything else. There's nothing. There's nothing else to do in this yeah, universe. Just, just do that. They're like like there haven't hasn't been hundreds of novels and comic books and video games in this universe, and a lot of them with very interesting stories, the best thing they could do is just like, we just remake episode four, I guess. So that's that's just like the whole broader sin right there, is it like the ultimate in laziness when it, when it comes to telling a story. Uh, so that that just demonstrates their, their lack of creativity and just the complete and utter absence of ideas. So aside from copying the, the structure, the locations, um, and a third fucking Death Star. I'm sorry. I'm getting passionate. I don't mean to get passionate. A third fucking Death Star. Like yeah. Three Death Stars now. Better. We're on the it's third Death Star. I, I'm sold when you say it like that. So they did make some creative deviations. But these these deviations were terrible. <laughs> like they did, <laughs> When they chose to divert, it was bad. Like they didn't do a good job. For sold. instance, uh, they, it made, they made the main character emotionless omnipotent and omniscient your hero character is all of those things uh some would call that a mary jane so mary is that what mary no, jane mary no. poppins <laughs> no some it's would a, call that mary a mary sue, sue. <laughs> mary sue so i'm not gonna go into the whole mary sue thing because uh cause batman is the ultimate mary sue when you think about it it's yeah, not really batman, about that batman is, but that's what his character is though it's kind of like sherlock also holmes insane Sherlock Holmes is like the ultimate Mary Sue, but that's yeah. same Sherlock about that. Sherlock Holmes walks into something and he's like, "Well, I see you to right." That's this knob to the left, which means that you have been left-handed your whole life, and it's because. But, your but the whole thing with the you. these the the previous Star Wars trilogies, and what they failed to notice because they're not actual Star Wars fans is you had like a hero's journey, like even you know Anakin was gifted, but he wasn't you know he didn't pick up a lightsaber in Episode One and take out Darth Maul. For instance, and you know, I could go on and on with that, but that's yeah, apparently nobody. You did. have to have a hero's nobody journey, though. Nobody took out Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody took out Darth Maul. You don't oh. remember that? Oh. Yeah, Obi Wan took out Darth Maul. He he gone, but he's. I mean, he came back, but he was for all until this last past year. We did. We thought he was gone. I, well, I was gonna say, I I could have sworn I just saw him in yeah. Solo. He got taken out though for a long time. Um, yeah, but he's in Solo. Yeah. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> I was gonna go it's into not, that. That movie's out. Yeah, it's been out. It's still a spoiler. I still don't no. like. I just don't like to spoil stuff for people. That's all. Just in case they were intending to watch that in the next thirty years, I try to avoid spoilers <laughs> without at least just saying spoiler. Spoiler alert beforehand. Anyway, well, it was said afterwards. I don't know what to tell you. So you you make your hero character. They're already they've already hit the apex of their journey, basically. Which you know the hero's journey is very typical from in in all of fiction. You know, uh, Aladdin. You have you know he's he's a beggar or whatever, right? That's this whole thing. Ever, you know, people start low. Neo is just, you know, some low level hacker. And like, but these people don't start at the top. Ray starts at the top as a, a homeless god, basically, <laughs> who lives on, of course, a desert planet. Because they couldn't even come up with like, where should she live? Ooh, I got it. Desert planet. <laughs> brilliant. Fucking brilliant, Howie. <laughs> like, I got it. I figured it out. Where, where, How are you going to reference gonna Harry Potter and then be like, I don't know who Robert Pattinson was. Because that's what and... that's my biggest thing is uh, hearing Ron Weasley say, that's brilliant, Howie. <laughs> like, uh, that's the main thing I remember from Harry, po Harry Potter. That and the fact that Hermione got no fucking credit for all her hard fucking work. Like, uh, she just got shit on and then Harry got all the fucking credit at the end. <laughs> like, that, that, that's literally all I remember from those movies. Uh, that and why does anybody go after the fucking quaffle when the snitch is worth 150 points? I know they made that joke on fucking 30 Rock, but I remember having that thought in the fucking theater. <laughs> I was like, wait, you get one point for this thing. You got 150 for this thing. 150. Not like three. <laughs> you know, what I mean? not seven. 150. <laughs> Everyone go after the fucking snitch then. Everyone fucking like no do. it's only harry potter stuff <laughs> well on his team right gryffindor all right so then uh on top of having a hero without a journey you have uh you have a uh, a villain who is incompetent unskilled and emotional to a fault which typically your villains are you know they, they kind of push that shit down because they they're very business oriented right now, right. I'm not saying you can't deviate from those stereotypes, but if you're going to make him emotional, at least make him competent and skilled because this is poor writing because there's no believable threat to your hero, especially when your hero beats the villain in the, the very first time they, they battle and your hero wins. Dude, it's, I wanted so badly for them to team up in whatever the last movie that was. That would have been an exciting choice. That would have been a dramatic choice. Like, that would have been a deviation. so good. Uh... So, so there, it removes the drama, basically, which, again, going back to the original trilogy, uh, Luke Skywalker didn't even fight anybody in the first movie. Um, all he did was he timed a button press correctly to blow up the Death Star. And he, like, walked around and whined a lot at the beginning. Right. But so but the second movie, then he meets, you know, the nemesis, Darth Vader, gets his fucking hand chopped off. <laughs> he gets put in a corner, basically, because he's, like, he's not ready yeah! to fight Darth fucking Vader yet. Uh, he does that awful scream. That so the, then getting back to the writing issue. So the, the motivation for, for villains and heroes in most movies isn't always strong, but it's it's usually believable. John Wick killed a puppy. You could see it. You know what I mean? It's, it's simple. It's very simple. It makes sense. I'm telling you right now. Kill my dogs. <laughs> coming for your I'm mom. Coming for your mom. Right. Like you, you keep it simple. And it's all it's like the 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 Thomas Jane Punisher movie. They went too far with the motivation where they wiped out his extended family. They went to a family reunion <laughs> and killed everyone. And I keep. I, almost, I feel like that would be like a wash for me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, oh, OK. But, <laughs> like, 
But no, they killed his wife and kids, though, which is all you need in the comics. That's all it was. That's plenty. That's enough. Wife and kids. But then, like, plenty of motivation. Well, once you kill everybody, fourth else cousin, too? twice removed. Does that add I, to it in some way? No, I don't know that. But <laughs> right. like, but like, if you killed like my parents, I'd be like, that's fine, that's cool. We're on good terms now. <laughs> like, it's it's good. Do you want to come over for dinner? And then like, but if you killed my family, I'd be really upset. Like my my husband and children. But if you killed my parents, I'd be like, we're this even. This is not like a parent. Killing fancy time. <laughs> We're getting well, way off topic I'm just saying, here. I'd be like, we're even. <laughs> we're if even. if you only killed my parents, I'd be like, come over for dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, there are scales there. So, uh, anyway, the in Force Awakens, uh, well, in, in, in Episode 4, they have the Death Star blueprints is what they're after when they land on the desert planet where Luke lives, right? Like, that's when the droid has, has the plans for the Death Star, right? Yes. So I've seen the movie. that makes sense, though, right? Because they need to destroy this giant fucking planet sized yeah. laser beam. Uh, in Force Awakens, the reason they go to the desert planet to try to get the droid is because there's a map to Luke Skywalker. And the resistance wants it because they think they can go to Luke Skywalker and get help, even though he's a hermit who is hiding, who doesn't seem like he's going to help anyone. Because that's again, this is a poor writing choice. This doesn't follow Luke's character at all from Return of the Jedi, so another poor writing choice by making Luke right, a hermit. but, for yeah, the fact that he's a hermit doesn't make any sense, but the fact that they're going to go and get him is makes sense and because then it's her brother. It makes sense in in some way, but also he literally says at one point, he's like, you think I'm going to face down the the First Order with a laser sword? And, you know, he's like, "This is I'm one guy. You know, yeah. I might be a Jedi, but I'm, I'm one dude. And anyway, so that's that's the whole motivation. Is now here. Here's here's why that gets worse, though. Is uh, uh, the reason the resistance wants it, they, they want it so that he'll help. Kylo Ren wants it basically because he hates Luke Skywalker almost. It's almost not even about he just wants to kill him out of revenge more than anything. Uh, if we were not even to get into how, how stupid that whole story was, um, but here, here's where it gets bad. The first order they have a giant map, they have like one of those hollow maps that they show at one point that shows the entire galaxy or all the galaxies, or whatever it is. And there's one little section missing, because they don't have that, because that's what that's the section of the map where Luke is. So and that's so missing. just going there. Right. And with their giant fucking Death Star, and just start blowing away inhabitable planets, or maybe you could do recon even if you wanted to, but they seem to be about overkill, and they, they blow up a planet in the movie, so why not go to that one unmapped section... Where you know, like, it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's just poor writing. It's terrible writing. It makes no sense. So go there. because You're afraid of this one guy and just start wiping out planets. You'll flush him out or you'll get him first time. Who knows? <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's just it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's terrible. So mm -hmm. you rip off the movie that started it all. And the only changes you make are bad, bad changes. <laughs> you're like, you know how this worked? Let's do something else. You know, they they ripped off all these other elements. Yeah, so. you know how this worked? Let's not do that. Right. Let's not do the stuff that worked. Let's do other stuff that doesn't work. So that's just that's just Force Awakens, uh, basically what why the writing is, is bad. And I don't mean the actual dialogue's bad. The Han Solo stuff is great. They brought Lawrence, Lawrence Kasdan oh, agreed to come cold. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan came on, agreed to write the Han Solo dialogue. Um, and it has moments and stuff that are definitely enjoyed. It started off the 
Kylo Ren started off a strong villain at the very beginning of the movie, and then until he looked like the guy from fucking Grandma's and then Boy, he, he went like straight downhill after that. So, what now going forward? We have uh, whatchamacallit, the rise of Skywalker, right? Which I, I will be there to see. I gotta see it. Um, but I, I just don't know if they can work. Now, I'm not even going to get into how bad Last Jedi I don't even have to explain why Last Jedi is bad. People actually realized it after seeing it. Like, they didn't notice with Force Awakens because it was so much like Episode 4 that they just gave it a pass, I guess. They were like, there's They enough. let all the stupid shit go Well, go I feel past like there them. was enough that they recognized as... Right. Like, as, they were like, yeah, this is pretty good. We don't know why. Right. And then Last Jedi, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is bad. Which is weird, because I actually thought Last Jedi was better than... The I like that one. they deviated. I like that they didn't just do a direct copy of Empire Strikes Back. It was the one thing I, I liked about it. But they did make a lot of really stupid, terrible choices in that movie, though, too. They're actually worse than Force Awakens. Uh, but the one thing I did like about it is that they tried to do something different. Um, so the way they've set up... The Rise of Skywalker is basically the First Order has the upper hand, right? But not really, because they're led by this narrow-minded, incompetent guy who seems to only care about Rey. Uh, so not only is Rey a better fighter than Kylo Ren, Which but, he's, makes no sense. but he's an idiot who just wants to either fuck or kill Rey, depending so, on the moment, depending well, on his mood. And I, what I don't understand is why Rey didn't join with him. I just think that would have been so cool. Narratively, that would have been a lot more interesting than what's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you have been so interested to see where that well, went? Well, and I, I said after seeing Force Awakens that because she's so powerful, she needs to become the next Emperor. Like, that was the, that was my first thought after Force Awakens. Like, she's already so powerful, it only makes sense for her to be a villain. And I think that would be, if, if they did that, I would be like, okay, that's a pleasant surprise. Like, if I they actually did that, but I don't so think they'll good. do that. But she, like, went, like, deep diving in the sludge and stuff. She Is went direct, she dove right into the dark side, basically. Came out completely unscathed, which again just shows no regard for the original trilogy where Luke goes into the tree on Dagobah and Yoda tells him not to. And, you know, he touches on the dark side and it affects him. You know, you could see visually affects him. He's like one of the only Jedi who just wears all black. Yeah. You know, the dark side is a part of him. You know, it's yeah. part of his lineage. And that that's really cool that they show that. Ray, unaffected. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> like nothing. No effect on her. She's she's. She's too powerful. Like, she she just, it makes no sense. So, uh, and then I think the biggest weakness in the writing, and I haven't talked to any children younger than my own about this, so they might disagree with me. I know my own children don't, because I have asked them. It's good. Don't talk to children. Right. <laughs> so I don't really make a practice of that. But, <laughs> I don't, if, but if I, I don't had know. some friends or relatives with them, I'd probably ask them. But I, I actually know what they would say already. They would disagree with me. But I would say anybody... 13, 14, older would agree with this, which is this is this is the biggest reason that the writing is terrible. I don't think anybody would care if all these characters died in the next movie. I don't think there would be a moment and I don't want this is I don't want to do any spoilers. There wouldn't be moments like do you remember seeing Endgame and hearing that theater? I don't think anybody. Yeah. I don't think there would be moments yeah. in Rise of Skywalker where the theater sounded like. That was upsetting. Like they're they're it sobbing like and people trying not to sob. Funeral. Yeah, it was. People were. It was emotional. Sobbing. Yes, in our, and in it was effective. Game. It was earned. You know, it wasn't like, oh my god, I can't believe this person's crying. Like you with Deadpool two, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I still can't believe you cried at Deadpool two. <laughs> 
I feel like that movie tried a little too hard, and man, it really got you though. But I get it though. I am Deadpool. It makes sense. You're sad. Deadpool it wasn't dies. It had nothing to do with the kid. No. Uh, well, yeah, I know that. No, I wasn't saying that. Um, but yeah, I just don't. Could you imagine a sad death for Poe Dameron? Could you imagine a? Just bust out laughing. Is there a sad death for Ray? Is there a sad death for Finn? No. People will cheer when Rose dies. Oh, I thought she died. <laughs> no, of course not. Women can't die in the new Star Wars franchise. Don't he you died. know that? died. Oh, her sister. Yeah. That was meant movies ago, though. No, that was the last movie. Oh, she her. died at the beginning of The Last Jedi. Oh. She was in the movie for like three minutes. We just met her. Right. That's why. God, that movie so sucked. That, I think that's the hallmark right there is that... Uh, the, I, I don't know anybody that oh, will... Oh, because we... Rose pretended she died, right? And she was all like... Like, tongue sticks oh, out Oh, yeah, stop. she did... They did the... And she <laughs> was all super like, cheesy. Like, that's what it was. She was all yeah, like... No, she's like, I'm okay. dead. Yeah. And then she's like, kiss me. It was the, like the Will Ferrell she was scene all like, from Austin Powers. She's like, kiss me like you miss me, Red. <laughs> that was her, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't that happen? But, like at, that listener, happened. I implore you, and uh, please, please... Please at me, bro, about this. Would you care? <laughs> Are there any characters you would care about if they died at this fucking point? Like, and it, it, you can't even be sad. You could be sad when Leia dies if they even show her dying because Carrie Fisher's dead. But they, the way they unceremoniously killed Luke and Han, it, it wasn't even sad when Han died. And I love Han Solo, but they couldn't even write like an emotional, moving, heroic death for Han Solo. Like it's it's just all bad. It they they've done a terrible job. There's I don't think there's any coming back from it. But that but there it is, folks. It is not about what I wanted to see happen. Although I do have I do of course have my pitch for what I would uh, an idea of what I would want to see happen. Uh, and it was of course way better than Force Awakens because one I'm a Star Wars fan and two uh, it's not hard to Star Wars is not you know it's not fucking. Shakespeare. It's not Pulp Fiction. It's not hard to to know what beats you have to hit, what makes a Star Wars movie good. If you're paying any attention, uh, it, to me, it's it, it's just not that hard. Uh, and they just they've missed the mark twice in a row now. Rogue One, good movie. I mean, it's it's not you know it's a different feel from the original trilogy, and it means to be, and it's because uh, it's a side story, so it doesn't have quite the same beats and everything, but it's, it's a good story. Hans, the beats, solo movie beats, was surprisingly beats, enjoyable. Beats, beats, beats. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're just, they're really tanking on these, on these last two movies. And it's, it's due to either laziness, you know, just kind of, they're like, eh, it's fucking star Wars. They're going to go see it. Who cares? Just do episode four again. I don't know. Or <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they, that's what it feels like. Just do that. Yeah. They'll go see it. They got, like, you got what? lightsabers, right? What'd you call it? What'd you call Henry? <laughs> yeah. Do Henry again. Huh? Uh, so yeah, that, that's, uh, that's my topic for this week. Talked about Star Wars again, and I will never stop. My topic for this week was going to be Roe versus Wade, but I changed it. To yeah, you, we theater. can tell you changed it. <laughs> changed it right up. We didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> that did not even come up. I changed it to security theater, and then I, uh, didn't talk about Roe versus Wade at all. But no, I just feel like did if it. you're, if you call yourself pro-life, if you call yourself pro-life, and but you don't care about mothers and what kind of lives these children would have. You're not pro-life. You're, you're just not you don't care about people's experiences and, and 
on this planet? You just want them to be born for what exactly? Why? How does that benefit you? Why does that make Jesus happy? Jesus doesn't care. He causes okay. miscarriages all the fucking time. Like uh, first of all, your religion has no place in my government. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's that's a big part of it. Has nothing to. But that's do. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that they approach it from though is. But yeah, but you know, God doesn't like babies either. That's why he kills them all the time. So anyway, I, I had to edit a big chunk because I, I I upset Maggie with a religious rant. <laughs> she didn't like it. She didn't like where I went and I made her sad. So like it's a little disjointed at this point, but it's it's all me. But uh, but yeah, I guess we'll just wrap up here. Maggie, <laughs> you have anything to add? <laughs> no, we're done. We're done here. Just done with the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're, done with the we're, just, we're, just, we're all done. We're all, all right. Done. Maybe join us next week. <laughs> Maybe not. It'll be a surprise to all of us. But as always, thank you for listening. Uh, and I'm sorry you don't have a better use for your time than to listen to us. Like this. Could you imagine choosing to listen to us? No. <laughs> I can't imagine choosing to listen to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's just, oh, it was such a moment there. All right. Uh, Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.